Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles. In today's episode, we're going to start a new series which will focus on prayer. And uh, the first thing we want to discuss is about the purpose of prayer. That's the focus of today's episode, the purpose of prayer. Dr. Miles Munro has made a profound statement concerning purpose. He said that if purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. If purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. That means that if you don't know why you are, you do, why, why you are supposed to do something, then the, the reason for you doing it will, uh, that you, you come up with that will result in a destructive effect. Uh, some of the questions we need to ask ourselves are this, like, why do we need to pray? Why is prayer such an important aspect of a kingdom citizen's life? And why don't many believers take prayer seriously if prayer is important? Why are some of our prayers not answered or delayed? And when speaking of issues of when you don't understand uh, the purpose of prayer, then you end up abusing. For instance, some people only pray when uh, they have needs. If they don't have needs that they want to meet, they don't pray. And so for prayer for them is just a means of uh, presenting a shopping list to God. There are others who have decided, uh, other kingdom citizens who have decided that the, the prayer is for a group of people who are, who are uh, tasked to pray in church. Maybe they are part of uh, the church prayer group. Generally, people call them intercessors, praying on behalf of other people. Intercessory prayer is pray, making prayer on behalf of other people. Uh, or you leave prayer to, to your pastor. You only think about when you have issues, you have somebody to pray for you. But prayer is not a priority in, in, in such people's lives. So, therefore, it is important for us to understand the purpose for prayer, the reason why we should prioritize prayer. <clears throat> and we're going to discuss that in uh, today's episode and continue in the next one. Uh, so the first reason why we should uh, uh, spend our time in prayer. The first reason why you should pray is that prayer is the primary means by which we communicate with God. Prayer is the primary means by which we communicate with God. Our relationship with God is a love relationship. God is our Heavenly Father. To build the relationship, we need to maintain constant communication with Him. Just like any other relationship. One way to weaken a relationship or cause it to die is to stop communicating with the other party. Yeah. Some people only call their friends or family members when they need something. <clears throat> so it becomes a one-sided relationship. Unfortunately, this is how many believers relate with God. They are not interested in building a relationship with Him. <coughs> they are only interested in him meeting their needs. When they are not in need, they neglect prayer or perform it as a brief religious ritual. 
you take uh, five or ten minutes just to make yourself feel like you're doing something that will will make you more worthy before God, not understanding that we are we are worthy by virtue of having been uh, already bought by the blood of Jesus, that Jesus Christ paid paid a price for us, and therefore we belong to God. And so when we come to God, we come with a sense of righteousness that had been gifted to us, not because of our good works, but because of grace. So, but prayer does not make you righteous. Prayer has, in this context, uh, as we have said that uh, it's a means of communicating with God. It's a means of building your relationship with God. <clears throat> to grow in your relationship with God, you should be a man or woman of prayer. You should be prayerful, not just occasionally, but it should be something that is a core component of your life. And if you look at the Bible, you find uh, <clears throat> one person who demonstrated this kind of, uh, uh, the significance uh, of the, the point we have just made, uh, that prayer is a means through which we communicate with God and therefore build a relationship with him, is King David. Even from the time he was a shepherd boy, uh, David spent so much time in fellowship with God, praying, thanking him, uh, singing to him psalms based on his word, and uh, and uh, consulting him later, even when he, now, when, he was, when, when he was now involved in battle, even when he was a king, he would consult God. Even when he was running away from Saul, he would consult God uh, before he'd make certain steps. It's because uh, for him, the relationship with God was a, a, a one of a, it was a connection, a strong connection, a strong bond that he had to maintain. It's one that he valued, and so even when uh, when God wanted to replace King Saul, who was the first king of Israel, he told Samuel that I have found a man after my own heart. So, if you are a prayerful person with a desire to communicate with God because you have a hunger and thirst for God, then you can be described as a person, a man or a woman after God's own heart. So that's the first point, that the first reason why we pray, to communicate with God from the perspective of building a relationship with Him. <clears throat> the second reason why, we, why prayer is important is that prayer is a means by which we experience supernatural transformation through interaction with the Spirit of God. It is a means by which we experience supernatural transformation through interaction with the Spirit of God. And we can look at the scriptures uh, <clears throat> that illustrate this. Uh, in Exodus chapter 34, uh, uh, in Exodus chapter 30, uh, Exodus chapter 34, we find that uh, Moses was a perfect example of this. Uh, you find that when Moses in Exodus chapter 34 from verse 29, the Bible says this. He says, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with, two, with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. So you see, Moses, this is, this is, is, it's not a figurative presentation of how Moses uh, uh, appeared before 
uh, the Israelites, it's actually a real representation that uh, he had an encounter with God to the extent whereby the impact was transformation from in his spirit was not only physical and was not only in the soul, but it manifested even in the physical dimension. So when we interact with God, we experience supernatural transformation from our spirits and it spills over to our soul, the mind. Uh, begins to manifest that and uh, then it all then it can also spill over even to the physical dimension as we have seen another illustration of this uh, <coughs> is in uh, Luke chapter 20 Luke chapter 9 verse 28 and 29 this is concerning Jesus so it says about eight days after Jesus said this he took Peter and John and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became bright as a flash of lightning. Then he speaks about the way he was transfigured. This is about his transfiguration and then he speaks about how Moses and Elijah appeared in the in the in the in the vision that now manifested that even uh, and the, the disciples who were with him could see and later on how God spoke the Father, Heavenly Father spoke from heaven and said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, listen to him you see so so, so, so therefore you see uh, the scripture saying, saying speaking about this also is another illustration of what happened that, that as Jesus was, was praying as, as, as he was praying then something supernatural happened that the transformation in his spirit now manifested even in the natural dimension uh, uh, to the point whereby now they could see him now glorious reflecting the glory of heaven on himself so therefore we are saying that uh, prayer is a means by which you experience supernatural transformation through interaction with the Holy Spirit it manifests in your uh, in uh, and this manifests in in diverse ways, uh, and even to the point of the physical dimension. As you spend time with God in prayer, the radiance of the glory of God is reflected into your spirit. You begin to reflect the nature of God in you. This transformation manifests in the natural realm through your mindset, that's your thoughts, and the way that your thinking pattern. Because God is in, uh, the Spirit of God is affecting you supernaturally and affecting the way you think and even maybe resetting your mindset, your beliefs. So you, through your mindset, through your words, what you speak, and your act and actions. <clears throat> when the Spirit of God affects your spirit, you may not always be aware of the extent of the transformation that is happening to you. And remember I said that this transformation is spilling over to your mind, to your words. To your actions so you may not even be aware of how much transformation is happening to you however as you interact with other people they will begin to experience the effect of this supernatural transformation like the way they, they experience with uh, uh, Moses when Moses came back from the uh, speaking to the, the Lord for many many days so now when he came back that's how people felt that there was something different about Moses they saw even the effect, the radiance of God's glory was reflected, reflected in him. And so also for Jesus also, there was a reflection of the glory of God upon his, his garments. Not only his spirit, but also his garment, it manifested. 
so th- so so therefore i'm saying that uh, as you interact with other people they will begin to experience the effect of this supernatural transformation this will enable you to influence and inspire them yeah to inspire them and influence them towards god supernaturally if their people are not born again they can be drawn towards the interest greater interest in god and desire to have what you have if their people are born again they can be be inspired to go higher and deeper with god to learn more about from you about god uh, because they will be drawn to you this kind of transformation also happens as you interact with the word of god under the inspiration of the holy spirit so prayer is one of them but the, the word of god also has supernatural power to transform you the third reason why prayer is important is uh, prayer is a means by which we are filled and refilled with the holy spirit prayer is a means by which we are filled and refilled with the holy spirit that's the spirit of god So the scripture says say in Acts chapter 1 verse 14 this is after Jesus had ascended to heaven and he left his dis- disciples so now they gather together uh, and this is what happened in Acts chapter 1 verse 14 he says they all joined together constantly in prayer along with the with the women and uh, Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers so they were praying then this is what happened this was the effect of their prayer in acts chapter 2 we move to acts chapter 2 verse 1 so as they used to meet constantly in prayer prayer what happened is it says that when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting and they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them all of them were filled with the holy spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit enabled them so as they were praying constantly one day the holy spirit came in power the holy spirit is the spirit of god is god the spirit he came in power and he filled all of them and there were all these supernatural manifestations that we have just read about then uh we also see the same the same that apart from this time that they have been uh, filled they are they they have been filled what happens is uh what happened is now once again remember i said that is a prize means by which we are filled and refilled with the holy spirit is a continuous uh, process huh? so uh in acts chapter 4 verse 31 it says concerning them this is after peter and john had been arrested uh oh no, no i mean uh, been taken to be questioned by the sanhedrin and then uh they 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 decided to pray so what happened is uh they prayed uh from verse 23 all all the way to uh uh around verse 20 uh, verse 20 uh, verse 30 then what happened is this he says it says this it says concerning them he says after they had prayed verse 31 he says after they had prayed after they prayed the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the holy spirit and spoke the word of god boldly these are same people who are had ex- uh, been filled with the spirit in acts chapter 2 but now they were refilled again 
So prayer is the means by which we are filled and we are refilled with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you experience the manifestation of a number of things. There are quite a number, but I'll just mention four. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you experience a four core, four categories of, uh, of uh, things that happen to you, of manifestations. Uh. The first one is supernatural power. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you you you, you exhibit, you experience, experience this manifestation in your life of supernatural power. And Jesus actually promised them this. <clears throat> he said uh, in Acts chapter 1, in Acts chapter 1 verse uh, 8, it says that it, it told that Jesus was telling tell them before he ascended to heaven. He told the disciples, says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So you see, uh, in fact, the word that is used there, the Greek word is a dynamis, which means explosive power. It's the one that the same word from which dynamite is derived. So, uh, so the scriptures tell us uh, that when you are filled with the Spirit, uh, you, you, are, you are filled with that explosive power, dynamite, same kind of power. So that is supernatural power. So one of the manifestations of being filled with the Spirit uh, is supernatural power. And where do we get that? The, the, what, what is the, causing this is that you pray and then you are filled or refill with the spirit, the byproduct is supernatural power. The, the, the other thing that manifests uh, is the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. And the scriptures say in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, it speaks about the nine dimensions of the fruit of the spirit. The fruit is one. The seed is the spirit. The fruit is uh, one that manifests nine dimensions. So, uh, it says uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23 it says uh, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control so if you are full of the spirit you will manifest this fruit which is basically the reflection of the character of God, the character of Christ in you, so for you to really exhibit the character of Christ is not a matter of effort, personal effort. It's a matter of grace because the Holy Spirit is also called the spirit of grace. So so it's a matter of the grace of God, uh, uh, the power of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit in you, producing that fruit in you. So if you are prayerful, you will experience the fullness of the Spirit and the fullness of the Spirit will produce the fruit of the Spirit which is the character of God as of, uh, with those nine dimensions. The other manifestation that you experience when you are filled with the Spirit uh, is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In fact, the NIV uh, uh, speaks about, uh, describes the gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 uh, from verse 1 to 11. It speaks about the gifts by saying the manifestation of the Spirit. So it says the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So he's speaking of them, when he's saying manifestation of the Spirit, he's speaking, speaking about the gifts of the Spirit. And it leads nine of them in that context. So, uh, and there are many more gifts of the Holy Spirit in other parts of the, reflected in other parts of the Bible. Because every gift, supernatural gift from God is, is through His Spirit. So the gifts 
uh, of the Spirit is one of the manifestations uh, of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And how does that happen? So if you are pray and you are filled or refilled with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in, in you will be manifested. So if you are not experiencing the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit in you consistently and and uh, and uh, in a very uh, uh, a clear way, it's because maybe you are not walking in the fullness of Spirit, which would be an indicator that you are you are not uh, investing in prayer. The other, the other manifestation uh, uh, that are, is a result of being filled with the Spirit is uh, supernatural wisdom and revelation. Supernatural wisdom and revelation. There's, uh, Apostle Paul was praying for the Ephesians, uh, the church in Ephesus, in, in, uh, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. And he prays and says, uh, in, in that verse he says, uh, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know him better. So, if you are filled with the spirit of God, the spirit of God is also called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. If you go to Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 11, it, it says that concerning Jesus, that he'll be filled with the, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So the spirit of wisdom and understanding, also called the spirit of of wisdom and revelation is the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> so when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will be filled with supernatural wisdom and revelation. So you see four things happen, four manifestations happen when you are filled with the Spirit. Supernatural power, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and the supernatural wisdom and revelation. And many other supernatural expressions of of uh, miraculous expressions that happen. So, 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 we said prayer is a means by which you are filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. Like we saw in the day of Pentecost, the disciples were praying and they were filled with the Spirit. We uh, we saw in Acts chapter four thirty one that they prayed again and they were filled with the Spirit and they spoke bold boldly which tells you that one of the manifestations of the Spirit is supernatural boldness, supernatural confidence. There are many other manifestations of the Spirit, but those are the ones. So if you want to walk in the fullness of the Spirit, in addition to what people say, you call the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we need to be on being filled. Even the baptism of the Spirit, you need to pray like the way they were praying on the day of Pentecost. They were filled with the Spirit of God. And these were the expressions that were there. Uh, like for the you saw in the day of Pentecost, they began to speak in tongues and to prophesy. See, those are gifts of the Spirit. You see, so so the manifestation of the Spirit is multidimensional. But how does the the fullness of the Spirit that produces this manifestation come? It comes through prayer. That prayer is one of the means. It can come through impartation, but one of the means that it comes through is prayer. As you pray and as you pray. At some point, you feel that the fullness of the Spirit will come upon you. And that's why sometimes as you pray and you pray, you find that uh, you can reach a place whereby you are not able to speak in the language that you can understand. You, you can understand. You find that the Spirit of God now begins to pray through you. And the supernatural expression of that, you know. Or you begin to get prophetic revelations, you know. So, so whether it's word of knowledge, word of wisdom, you know, or discernment of spirits, you know. So you enter into the prophetic dimension, the revelatory dimension, huh? Uh, prophecies are utterance gifts, uh, so you can speak them out. You see, so there are many things that can happen uh, 
when you are filled with the Spirit of God. So, just to recap, the three things you have said about the, the significance of prayer, the importance of prayer, why we should pray. So, the purpose of prayer. We have said that prayer is the, the means by which we communicate with God in terms of building a relationship with Him. And the second thing I say today is that prayer is a means by which we experience supernatural transformation through interaction with the Spirit of God. And it's something that I've experienced myself, that I'm filled with the Spirit, uh, that I'm, 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 I'm transformed by the Spirit. And as you speak with people, you will see that uh, even they begin to write notes, you know, they begin to experience some change and the word uh, penetrates their spirit because of the, the transformation that has occurred in me. See, and uh, I'll be filled and refilled with the Spirit. And this manifestation of supernatural power, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, supernatural wisdom, revelation, supernatural boldness, you know, all these things are expressed. So, so he said that uh, apart from the second one is a, a means by which you, the praise, a means by which you experience supernatural transformation through uh, interaction with the Spirit of God. The third is prayer is a means by which we are filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. So, as we conclude, I would like you to reflect on this. These two questions. If you were in a love relationship with a person, how many days would we be comfortable with you, with your partner not communicating with you, without any reason for, uh, for the silence, that uh, you are dating somebody, or you are the wife or husband of somebody? If, let's say, the person goes to some other, travels to another place, and there's, they have no reason not to call you, but they decide not to to call you. Maybe they uh, would you be okay with a day, two, three, four, two weeks, one month? No. Would you be okay with that? Would that be your choice? Because remember I said, I'm asking you this question so that you reflect. We say that our relationship with God is a love relationship. So how is your prayer life. Do you communicate with God continuous, constantly? I presented this question before one time when I was teaching about div, uh, about uh, uh, quiet time, about having uh, consistent devotionals with God, devo a time of devotion with God in prayer and His Word to some young people. And uh, when I asked them about, uh, especially the ladies, they say they can only accept maybe one day. Beyond that, they cannot accept uh, that uh, you, are, you, are, you are treating them with respect if you don't communicate with them for more than one day without any reason. The men may have allowed more days because just of the nature of the men, you see. But the thing is that you generally prefer to have a constant communication. But for you, how you, your case may be different. How long would you be okay with somebody who has been in a relationship with you not communicating with you? The second uh, thing you need to uh, ask, uh, uh, reflect on, the second question is, how would you describe the current state of your prayer life? How would you describe the current state of your prayer life? If you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to share it with a friend, family member, colleague, or even on your social media platform. And you can subscribe if you have not subscribed in order to uh, receive, not miss the messages in future uh, the episodes rather the episodes in future 
and uh, I would also like you to give us feedback uh, from the podcast platform from which you are listening on and uh, you can you may also give us feedback through the social media uh, handles provided or the e- email address which is also in the show notes sir. Uh, I pray for you that God will grant you greater grace and understanding greater insight and understanding of matters to do with prayer and grace to be able to pray because everything in the faith kingdom is done by supernatural ability of the spirit of God so grace to pray as you the more you understand it because understanding is not the same as application in our next episode we are going to have additional perspectives eh? going to discuss additional perspectives uh, on the purpose of prayer. May God uh, bless you, protect you, and enlighten you, and enrich you in every way by the heritage of blessings that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen.